Welcome to the SUSS series of podcasts, where we explore ideas, solutions, and collaborations that are making a difference in the lives of individuals, families, communities, and beyond. This series features guests who will discuss how we can achieve social impact for the greater good, no matter how big or small. With more countries around the world facing increasingly aging populations, the issues of empowering and integrating the elderly into community has been cast into the spotlight. In 2015, the Ministerial Committee on Aging in Singapore launched an action plan for successful aging, which forms the nation's blueprint to prepare its citizens to age well. I'm Vivian Lim, your host for this episode. Join us as we sit with Dr. Kelvin Tan, Senior Lecturer of Gerontology at SUSS, and Mr. Wong Kaiwen, Senior Planner of Strategic Research at Urban Redevelopment Authority. Let's find out what it takes to create an age-friendly community and why it's creating such a community so urgent. Calvin, can you share from your experiences the macro overview? Sure. Thank you very much, Vivian. So in Singapore, we have 1 million baby boomers by mm-hmm. the year 2030. And this is a very important number to note because this means that we are aging very fast. And how should we make the environment more friendly, more conducive for multi-generation living, multicultural? Successful aging in the community means creating more safety pathways for the seniors, accessibility to the amenities, and also creating interaction among the neighbours so that there's a lot of trust, a lot of interactions, a lot of happiness, people doing what they like to do, being free and friendly. I think that's very important for an age-friendly environment. Kaiwan, what about yourself and your experience in URA? What are some trends that you're starting to see or have already seen? I'm from URA. We are the Land Use Planning Authority of Singapore. What we do is we work with multiple agencies like Land Transport Authority, Housing and Development Board, as well as National Parks Board to actually plan the different kind of facilities and infrastructure around Singapore. And because we take a very long-term view of planning, I think Singapore is unlike other countries, we take a very long-range view of planning, so we can plan up to like 40-50 years ahead. So we are always on the lookout for emerging trends, challenges and issues that we should start planning for right now. And in fact, aging population is a very important issue that we have observed for many years now. It's not a new issue, unfortunately. I think over the years, you have seen life expectancies increasing, birth rates dropping and all that. And that has really resulted in a very rapid rate of aging compared to other cities around the world. And actually, that has a very major impact in the way we plan our built environment. Because in the end, to enjoy the city, you have to make sure that it's accessible. So when you have many seniors, the challenge to agencies is how do we continue to make the city accessible and enjoyable for them to live, work, play and travel? And to do that, we conduct research. We conduct studies with universities, do long studies into understanding how seniors uh, conduct their lifestyles. And from there, we translate that into plans and guidelines that we will work with multiple agencies to implement. And we believe that is important. Taking an evidence-based approach through research is important to really understand what seniors need on the ground and not just based on some hearsay or anecdotal evidence. That's what we do at URA. 
I really like this whole evidence base and Calvin has walked us through the mm. staggering numbers. Mm. So other than the Singapore Green Plan, now we have the Singapore Aging Plan 2030 mm. to deal with as well. But understanding the massive numbers and statistics is one thing. What are some of the senses on the ground that you feel? How are Singaporeans handling this situation of an aging population? Well, first of all, I think Singaporeans are very busy people and the families are looking at how their smaller setup could still support the seniors in their family, the elders, their grandparents or their parents. So we are looking at how in a family setting, a community setting as in neighbours can take care and help each other so that they could be more neighborliness among the relationships that can be cultured and cultivated on the ground. So if we can get the seniors to do what they like to do and create a certain kind of cell group which can form interests and build on it strength on strength, I think this will be very important rather than just the hardware as in infrastructure. We are talking about the hardware where people treat each other with trust as friends and can look out for each other. I think that's very important from grounds up. Yeah, so picking up Kelvin's point about mm. the hardware, I think from URA perspective, the hardware is also important because for the hardware to happen, you need to have a certain kind of built environment, a certain building and facility. Over the past few years, URA has been working with many agencies to see how we can enhance the age fairness of environment at three levels. So at the national level, we want to make sure there's enough hospitals, healthcare facilities, daycare centers for our seniors. That's a very important issue. And secondly, at the town level, when we plan new towns, like for example, Pungo or Sengkang and the newer towns, we want to make sure that the amenities and facilities are conveniently located to the residents, literally at the doorstep. So take, for example, Kampung amenities really planned with that objective in mind to make all these uh, community facilities, healthcare, public spaces easily accessible for the seniors. And finally, we cannot forget at the building level mm. in terms of ramps, hand railings, and all that. So together, we want to see how we can adopt a comprehensive approach to making our city age-friendly. And that in terms actually help the communities to develop the hardware within this highly conducive environment. So if I'm hearing both of you correctly, infrastructure and the built environment are integral to supporting an aging population. Both of you mentioned that the collaboration between different agencies help provide holistic solutions that we can apply for our community. You've been listening to the SUSS series of podcasts. The next part of this episode will be available at suss.edu.sg slash podcast. Stay tuned.